Hello, this is the producers. We are working oh so hard to produce more products. If you have lost or found any item while listening to Madeline and her attorney watch movies, email us with the subject line lost and found and everything will get sorted out. Please enjoy an exceedingly normal episode of the Madeline and her attorney watch movies podcast program. Thank you. All right, I've hit the record button. Well, then we're off. Yeah, except I'm stuck under my chair. Well, <laughs> get in there, work it. Okay, I'm I'm in. You're almost in. I'm in. Where's my beer? We'll see. Do, do you not have it? I found it oh, behind goodness. my laptop. This non-episode is brought to you by the Miller Brewing Company. By the Miller Brewing Company. They're not actual sponsors, but it's always Miller time. Yeah, eventually they will be. It's we'll Miller, get them. It's Miller o'clock. We'll get them. That would have been a better slogan. I'm turning the volume up slowly as we my go. My volume. Both of us. People want to hear just it. the overall volume. When people are driving in their cars with the roof down, the roof and, down, and the, the window, whole roof the window down. is open. Yeah, they want to hear my voice. They want to be able to hear what we're saying mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's interesting. We're smart. We're, we're smart. really smart, we're smart people. people. We have Geniuses good opinions. Even. We watch movies that are important. Alfred, um, quick question. Quicker. What's your IQ? Oh my gosh, off the charts. Off the fucking charts. Off the charts. Charge. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you. What's yours? What's your IQ? <laughs> like four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's not, a, there's like not a, a nice question. Is no, it? <laughs> no. There's like a Devo song. Oh, is there? It's like I'm, I'm something about your IQ of thirty-seven. Oh, that's not good. It's a great song. Listen, in my line of work, I look at right IQs now, all the time. Right now, I'm gonna play that song. There it is. That was the song. I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really a Devo guy. Mm. I like the cars. I think you would be a Devo guy if you really got into them. Just what I needed. I, I just, needed someone. Yeah, that's that's my, my karaoke track. That's cars. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's Disney's Rick, Pixar's cars. Okay, sick. Yeah, it's good. I like that song very, very much. Actually. I mean, I love the cars. When so, I was uh, 20 years old, I went on a road trip and I, yeah. I bought that CD because you know. That was the time yeah. of CD. Mm-hmm. And I played that song a lot. It was really nice. Went all the way to New Orleans, the cars. So that was the first CD I ever, it was Shake It Up. I stole it from my dad. The Alvin and the Chipmunks song. No, no, Shake It Up, the Cars album. <laughs> uh, shake in, It Up. Shake It Up. No, no, no. Shake It Up. Yeah. And it had also, Since You Gone, the nights are getting strange. Since You Gone. Um, you know, this is this is non this is non episode two point oh B. I don't want to call it two point oh. <laughs> it's uh, this this unless is you want to talk about the film two point No, I've never seen the movie. I've seen uh, I'd say seventy. I've, I've seen twenty percent of that movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, and how uh, long ago did you see twenty percent of the film two point Eight minutes ago. Yeah, that sounds right. I uh, I don't like to talk about things that I don't really understand. Uh, apart from the Catholicism. And is Bollywood one of them? <laughs> yeah, I feel like anything I say about Bollywood movies would come across as um, uh, wretched. I don't. It, it's weird because like I've watched a handful of Bollywood movies, but I wouldn't call myself scholarly about it. Like that I haven't, sounds appropriate. Like, You've watched a handful. Yeah. Like I haven't gone back and watched the classics and all that. But I've seen a handful of paintings, but I don't consider myself scholarly. There we go. Yeah. See, I said an accurate statement. Aren't you proud of me, Alfred? Cheers. 
Cheers. All right. This is Nanasode B. I am proud of you, Mm -hmm. Madeline. I am going to go see RRR tomorrow. I would like to jump in right off the jump. Yeah. Really. And and I said jump twice in that sentence. Yes. That's how serious I am. Oh, now we'll play a clip from the song Jump by Van Halen. I don't think we have the rights to that. Okay. I won't play it. I I discovered that uh, one of our content creators. Who? Remain nameless. They don't deserve credit. Cool. Um, But the one that came up with Alphart and Manus. Oh, did they storm the Capitol? No, they no. <laughs> I don't think anything has been proven. They corrected us. They corrected us. Oh, that we've been pronouncing it wrong. It's not manus it's, like the hands of fate. Yeah, it's manus it's like manus. Yeah. <laughs> he he was really mad about that. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? He's like, how could you get like, that wrong? Why were you saying manus? It's manus with an M in front of it. Clearly manus. Yeah, but I corrected him. I said, well, the word banal looks a lot like the word anal. Banal. Yeah. yeah. And canal, similarly, Canal. yeah, or canal. I mean, I, whatever. Words are dumb, and Canal-ing so is our content Abel. creator. Yeah. Um. But right, yeah. But right before this, we watched. All right. So today's date. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Let's back up. Let's, let's back up. Let's further. start from the beginning. What day is it? It's tw- December twenty-five. Pull- year zero. <laughs> really fucking cool. <laughs> Something miraculous happened today. Absolute shock just came out of me because I put, it really caught me off guard. Yeah. It's the beginning. <laughs> right. We can really we can we can really do something this time around, baby. Oh, happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. They say it's your birthday. This is the musical episode. Our fans are going to love this. I know. Oh, turn, Randy. Turn the radio up. Put the, put the roof down. <laughs> put the roof down. You doing your laundry? Let the, Fucking blast it. Let the wind blow through your hair. We'll sing the whole time. That's a good one. That blew up the mic. Yeah. I know, because I'm rock and roll. Oh, fuck. And your country. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I was attempting to sing country earlier. Give me a little of that. Give um, me a little of that. Whis- drinking whiskey out no, my boot. No, boo. that's not the song. I got a boot. Give me what I heard. I don't remember. Come on. Uh, how's that? No, complete collapse. I don't remember. That's fine. It was like, got we- a boot full of whiskey, drive my pickup to my boot. Drink my whiskey out my boot. Honestly, this song does slap. That was close to it. I just, <laughs> I just wanted the the prologue, the, the lead in. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Drink my whiskey out my boot. <laughs> this is our best episode. No, honestly, it doesn't constitute not an actual episode. No, so this is fake. That gives us the license to treat anything we say in this episode as canon or not canon. Perfect. I'm taking my glasses off. I don't want to see. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> it's a big day. So what day is it? <laughs> I think it's the 8th. Yes, July Se- 8th. 7, 8th. We are recording this on July 8th. I will post it in the next few days. Great. That makes everybody happy. <laughs> Thank you for giving them some little calendar update. I'm now trying to do every two weeks. No, we're, we're fine. Well, why, why, why can't we do a full episode this week? Uh... Truthfully, know. this week it's because you didn't watch any of the movies. I should just that's did. true. I'm, I, I guess I was a little I was a little bit swamped with work this week. It's okay. So I let this fall to the side. Yeah, I've also been playing a lot of Diablo Immortal. Not a sponsor. Oof. Yeah, it eats up a little time. I haven't spent money on it, but that's good. I understand eventually I'll be 
pressed into either playing for money or stopping. And yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll, yeah, see, yeah, what, yeah. we'll see what decision I make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch a movie. What movie did you watch? I saw a Top Gun colon Maverick. Cool. It, yeah, it kind of was. I mean, yeah. it's... Uh, I saw a 97% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was playing. Wow, is it really that yeah, well it, reviewed? It was, well, see, Rotten well, Tomatoes. Well, again, is yeah, funny. Rotten Tomatoes is just it's like kind of the slightly positive. It's, yeah, it's either see it or it's don't. It's like you can either say yes or no, yeah. and more people said yes, but I 97% guess. 97% is a big deal. It made a billion dollars worldwide. I thought, all right, uh, I missed it when it was out initially because yeah. of a, 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 a you know, an event in my life that made me angst, angsty yeah. about spending money. The big deal about that movie like politically was initially it had a lot of um studio money from china and they made them edit the flags off of his jacket the american flags no i believe it was a a japanese flag and another country did he do it um i think that they digitally removed them and then when uh the Chinese studio backed out of the film. They put them back on or something right, well, like that. I'll tell yeah. you what I didn't look at for more than one the second. The flags on the back the of his leather jacket. His jacket. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a propaganda <clears throat> film. American propaganda. Yes, American propaganda. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a naval... Uh, yeah, which the American studio system, Hollywood, um, now takes a lot of money from China because they make a lot of money in China. And so I believe Top Gun Maverick was supposed to be a co-production. Well, it made a billion dollars. Yeah. I, I, I assume some of it was from China. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty rad. If you care at all about jets, I think you should you should treat yourself to seeing it on a big screen. Um, it's almost shockingly this like the same as Top Gun, you know, uh, from nineteen eighty four or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I for for reasons that I now feel foolish about, uh, I thought it was going to be this more nuanced take on the story or the character or the idea of combat yeah and it just wasn't he literally just reruns the whole thing mm-hmm. it looks better jennifer connelly replaces uh oh man Kel- kelly mcgillis yeah that's her name. and um it's about the same they ha- i would say they have comparable chemistry yeah you know the buzz lightyear movie came out i know i don't know anyone who saw it well but it all kind of that. feels like the same shit well see now the buzz lightyear movie I'm a real sucker for music, actually. I know that we we sort of maybe opened this episode by making it seem like I hate music, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. I lo- I love it. And I, I saw this teaser trailer for the Buzz Lightyear movie where they played Starman by David Bowie. It was a great track, and the trailer made me like cry. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, let me let me give me this. I'll I'll watch a movie about a cartoon spaceman. But then you didn't. Well, no, because no one else did either. Subsequent trailers were worse. Yeah, but isn't it weird? How, like, oh, let's almost every movie. We'll oh, get to, we'll I get to that in a second. I hate trailers, so yeah. I do my best to avoid watching trailers. What does that? What does that mean? So, if it is a movie I am interested in, I I attempt not to see trailers for it. I will not seek out a trailer. Okay. Typically, I will attempt to go to a movie ten minutes late. Oh, okay. So you actually are targeting yeah. the run, the actual start time of the feature. Yeah. I attempt to avoid trailers, and the reason is because market research drives a lot of what happens. And market research has shown that if people see a trailer that shows them more of the movie, most of the plot, even start to finish, so they kind of know what the ending is, they have a better opinion of the film. They walk out of the theater for that like cinema score yeah and they they rate it more highly right than had they been surprised and discovered they didn't enjoy it yes and my theory is 
that that is dumbing everything down to like mediocre levels. Dumb, do you think? Do you mean films are being dumbed down? Yeah, I mean no. Well, trailers are 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 looking at it that way is aiming for an audience to be lukewarm on everything. So. No, that's not accurate. They're aiming for like B plus scores or better. They're aiming for positive. That's lukewarm. Well, what is that's you're talking neutral. About, you're talking about giving a guy a four star out of a five star. Like now, you're you're I, actually tipped on into something else that drives me nuts. What? The idea that a B is a bad score. Makes no, me feel but crazy. that's again what I'm saying is like maybe more people will come out with a slightly positive idea of something because they figured out they would like it in advance, but. The people who would have liked it without having known everything about it in advance will have a slightly less good time because they don't get the surprise. Yeah, no, I read a I read a study like yeah. fifteen years ago when spoiler culture sort of uh, was in its infancy, mm-hmm. or I guess anti spoiler culture. Yeah, and uh, there was this uh, test run with uh, one group that didn't get a we'll call it a Cliff's Notes version of the material, and one group that did. And the group that did have the the prompt reported enjoying the material more, and the theoretical premise of the article that I read was about you know uh, you know stop worrying about spoilers you'll probably like it more yeah and that actually affected my sort of behavior with respect to spoilers I stopped giving a shit about it yeah I mean I I don't either for the most part but I do ultimately come to the same conclusion you yeah do. that I prefer if I already know I'm gonna like something. You don't need to tell me what's going to happen in it. Yeah. I knew I was going to love everything well, everywhere on. all at once. I for do example. disagree with the thing you just said, but I don't want you to continue. Okay. I never saw a trailer for everything everywhere all at once. I knew I was going to like it just on the premise alone. But the title? Yeah. No, no. I knew the premise of the film. I knew who made it. I knew who was in it. I knew the title. Well, you're you're almost mincing words then to say that you you knew everything about it, but avoided a trailer. No, I didn't know <clears throat> that much about it. You said you knew everything about it. No, I didn't. I said I knew about everything everywhere. That well, I didn't know everything about it. If I we knew, were recording this, we could go back and listen. Yeah, we could. But I didn't... I mean, God damn it. We're both drunk. Hey, it's his birthday. Yeah. Okay. I knew I was going to like it, or most likely would like it, based off of the logline. So right. it's a, a single sentence description of what the film is. Okay, yeah. Who made it? Whose previous movies I was interested in? The Smothers Brothers. Who was in it? And the title. Yeah, sure. So I didn't need <clears> to see a trailer. No, I, I'm with you on that. Generally speaking. Yeah, and, and I feel that way about Nope as well. Okay, well, this is the this is the flash. This is point. the point. Yeah, yeah. Is, I, I'll say I have historically been excited by ideas. I'll hear an idea for a movie. Yeah. And I'll think that sounds awesome. I can't wait to see it. Actually, I'll give you I'll give you an example from my history. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a trailer, or I guess not a trailer, uh, like a commercial probably on television for a movie about dueling magicians. And in the trailer, uh, in the movie, the movie that I saw the trailer for, or the commercial for was The Prestige. And it was like 10 seconds long or 20 seconds long. Mm -hmm. And it was clear, they set up, they established that it was two magicians. And then Hugh Jackman's uh, line that I love is a, it was the greatest trick I ever saw, you know? And, yeah. and my sense of it from that moment, and, and they didn't give anything away. They barely explained what it could be about, except that there's two magicians with a grudge. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's what I want to see. I want to see a movie where 
two illusionists are in a, some kind of a duel. Yeah. And then I let my imagination kind of start to fill in the gaps. And I thought, well, what if it, what if one of them wasn't an illusionist? What if one of them was like a warlock or something? Yeah. And, and so the excitement that I generated inside myself, you know, that I sort of created without any real stimulus except that which was really brief sort of juiced me up for the movie The Prestige, mm-hmm. which I, which for a very long time, maybe even still, I think is like my favorite, Your favorite movie. favorite film, yeah. I could watch that any, almost any time from any moment. Yeah, if, if and I, as a not yeah. big Nolan fan, I do dig The Prestige. It's it's his best movie, um, in my opinion. Okay, I mean, I, I I think I might go for Inception over it, but sure, that's only great. because I love a heist film. I love Interstellar. I think Dunkirk yeah. is perfect. I'm a big Nolan guy. Yeah, I think Nolan's a real dum-dumb. Well, I don't know about that. That's fine. Whatever. That this makes, isn't the point. You seem small. I am small. No. You're you're a gargantuan no. mind. You're six feet tall. No. <laughs> we could barely get in the trunk of my car tonight. I did fit in the trunk of your car, though. It did though. fit. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but right. Let, anyhow. Let their imaginations so, run wild. So what is the point you are landing on? All right. So I saw I saw Top Gun Maverick, and before that movie. God damn it. Yeah. The, no, wait. With pr- the They prestige. ran the... Uh, so is your conclusion well, I, there's a way to cut a trailer for the prestige that spoils it yeah there's a way to cut a trailer for literally every movie that spoils well, the, it the prestige in particular yeah is a movie that can be spoiled right and i would never spoil it i yeah. love it it's my everyone who, who has who everyone who listens yeah. to this podcast but don't you think should like watch the prestige every movie has the potential for somebody to be completely blown away and in love with it and no, like not really oh i don't right. feel that way about every movie what about mac and me i love I have not seen that. I love I Casablanca. I yeah. really actually thought it was great. And I'm a guy that's not super interested in older films yeah. as a as like a I don't care enough about the history of film. Mm-hmm. So I'll occasionally put on an old one and I'll think, well, this a lot is owed to this. I'll give it a try. Casablanca makes Casablanca me happy. is very good. The third man actually The third is man's fucking outstanding. Sick. It's almost of our time. It's yeah. so sharp. A lot I mean, of, that's lot of Dutch Wells, angles. right? Uh, well, Orson Wells is in it. He did, he did he not didn't direct make it, it, to though. my knowledge. Okay. That's made by a non-American, actually. It's a, yeah. Br- a British film. I would recommend everybody that listens to this podcast, go find a black and white Blu-ray of uh, The Third Man. It does exist. I own Are that. Are they ever not in black and white? It's from 49. Well, sure. I think it is only in black and white, but I would, I mean, if there's a colorized version, I would skip it. Yeah. It's, it's like an elegant, pretty black and white movie. That's a movie that could be spoiled. Yes, See, in that fact, is a movie that could fact, be spoiled. In fact, to use those two as examples, mm-hmm. I don't think Casablanca could be diminished by explaining the whole story. No, I don't where think I, so Where I do yeah. think the third man could be slightly diminished. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I guess, my point. Mm-hmm. And I can't really elaborate on why I feel that way without spoiling one of the yeah. two movies that I don't want to spoil. So I'll just let that be. But I think there are some movies where having a general through line from beginning to end is not bad. Won't ruin the experience of seeing it. It might, in fact, enhance the experience I, of seeing it. I mean, I think it's more for movies that maybe aren't that great. And so the discovery is more exciting. So like the Nicolas Cage movie, um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I have not seen it. See, I saw the so trailer for it, it. And it, I mean, I haven't seen it either. I saw the trailer for it. And from that trailer, I pretty much figured out all three acts. It was very obvious about it. I've also seen that trailer. Yeah, yeah. and it it killed my interest in the film. Yeah, it does feel like it's going to, the first 45 minutes of the movie are going to take too long. I can't imagine there's anything in that that's better than the discovery of what happens. I'll say, you know, let me think about this. I saw something recently. Yeah. What did I say? 
Boy, I feel odd that I'm saying it this way. I feel like it was an escape room tournament of champions. No, that couldn't be it. No, no, this is for me. uh, Matt and I saw that in theaters because I loved escape room. And um, I think at the end of it, Matt turned to me and he went, the last shot's in the trailer. (laughs) See, I think that the last frames of Nope are in the trailer. I do too. The first trailer of Nope was excellent. Mm -hmm. It was a teaser. It didn't give you too much. I didn't know what the story was about. And even that trailer I tried to avoid. Supernatural in a way that might maybe like an old Indiana Jones movie was. Like a, there is no way the new trailer of Nope isn't showing you the third act. There's no way it's not showing you. I mean, if it isn't from the last two, if, two minutes, of if that movie. it is not, the plot of that film is absolutely fucking bonkers. And it must have they must have run that for a couple of test audiences, and found that they expected it to be scarier and creepier. Yeah, it's probably not a horror movie. And and because the second trailer plays yeah. like a. Almost like a parody of an ad for a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, now I don't really want to see that movie. It, it really, it upset me because it felt like I saw too much of it. Now I expect it to be something that, you know. I probably still will see it. Oh, I absolutely. I mean, I love Jordan Peele. He's, he's, he's two for yeah. two. I, I thought Get Out, Get Out is an absolute masterpiece. I think it's the most important horror film that's been made in the last decade. Um, I think when people talk about the films from this time period, that's going to be... You know, the way that people always talk about The Shining. And Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to have a classic status. Get Out is extremely important and um, reflective of what is happening culturally right now. Um, I Us is more for me. Like, I love that weird shit. You're, you're right. Jordan Peele probably made that one for you. He made it just for me. Yeah. He, he, I mean, just like the elements of Us. I understand. That it's a little wackier. It, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a little more leaning into abstract sci-fi. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's political really interesting. In, in a way that's like clearly commentary about what is happening right now without being conclusive. Sure. Yeah. Um, I love us. It's a big, it's a, yeah. it, it's like a, it's all about the sewer people. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the chuds. <laughs> the chuds. Yeah. And liminal spaces. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love us. Uh, but like, I know I will love Nope. I didn't need to see that much of it in advance. Yeah, if it, I would have liked to experience if he it. Debuted, if that movie opened without any trailers or ads, I think it would have sold a ton of tickets. I think it would have made a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So, so again, I think this is studio marketing being like, we need to take something and make sure it's good for four quadrants. You know the four quadrants, right? So it's bathroom, young boys, huh. young girls, old old men, old women, right? Nothing for the middle. Those are our four quadrants. <laughs> and Is that it, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, it's right. it's like 18 and under men and women, 18 and over men and women. Yeah. And so Marvel movies are four quadrant films. Anything with a massive fucking budget, it's a studio film, is a four quadrant film. If a filmmaker has made three movies that have been very successful, like they're going to try to push them to make a four quadrant film. You're not allowed to make a movie that is for a small audience at a certain point. Mm. And that is studio marketing, which is like very algorithm driven, which is driven off of studies and data and not driven off actual experiences. Hmm. And so I think that's what they want Nope to be. I guess. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We're still both going to see it, so of course I'm of just day, mad that that just, trailer yeah, showed me so much man of it. Shakes fist at cloud. So, so what happened today? I, I have almost no memory of it. 
we watched we you you find not finally because I've seen it before. You did put on some of Doom Two. Doom Two. D H O O M. Doom Doom Doom. It's once a, again a Bollywood film. Yeah. It's as good as Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, I mean it's it's Bad Boys Two, Mission Impossible Two. It's, yeah, it's got a lot of dancing in it. Yeah, um, Doom Doom One. I've seen Doom One, Two, and Three. I've seen the whole trilogy. These are like huge budget Bollywood action films. Yeah. Uh, again, talking about Bollywood makes yeah. me nervous because I don't want to seem insensitive, <laughs> but I feel like their movies aren't real or something. I know that there's I know there's thousands of people involved because the the opening credit sequence of 2.0 is very long. Yeah, but it's contradictory from what you expect of a in quotations good movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was, before we recorded, I said it, every one of these that I've ever seen feels like they're trying to make every movie that was popular last year in Hollywood in in one movie. That is sort of accurate, and, it, and, it, and it's hard. It's like it, yeah, it, I mean, it's hard for me to sustain attention for it. Yeah, so like two which is a sequel to a movie about a cyborg that falls in love that was made by a scientist, um, is about a man who loves birds, and. To he describe thinks, the plot of 2.0 mm-hmm. is not necessary. He thinks that 5G is killing all the birds, what, but 2.0 is a superhero action horror comedy. Yeah, it's like uh, Iron Man meets Ant-Man meets Ultron meets, versus The Matrix. And the, and then you got to get a horror movie in there, like Ringu or something. Yeah, because there's also body horror. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. It's bizarre, and as it's I said, off, ca- hours as I said off mic, the, the final climax feels like an ad for a mobile game that you download for free. Yeah, it does. It's also Bane. Yeah, well, because it's sitting on yeah. cricket field or something. Yeah, right? it's the uh, the the stadium scene from one of them Batman movies. All right, whatever. Um, we also ate at a restaurant. We did. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we got this far into the podcast without, without talking, talking about, about what we ate. Uh, we went to a local. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, know. I think it's a chain. It's a Italian wine bar. I don't think it's. A, I think there's multiple um ums, um um. Uh, well, if there's not, then you've just revealed where we live Oopsie. in the vicinity of New York City. Well, I've revealed that multiple times before. Um um. Yeah, I think there's multiple. I don't know. There might be a few. There's uh, at least two. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if there was only two, but mm-hmm. there is one near us, and we went there, and the food was good. Yeah. The wine was nice. You picked the wine. I picked a Nero Diavolo, a Sicilian wine. We had a little cappuccino. Yeah. We had pizzas and pastas. A step up from on the border. Yeah. I, a little update, and I don't know if I, if I spoke about this the last time that I went to on the border, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to let him off the hook on the... Queso Club. Do you mean you're not going to order queso anymore? Yeah, I think I'm over it. I think Absolutely I'm... not. You're not ready to let that one go. I'm not letting that go. Are you kidding me? But you didn't. <laughs> Madeline, you didn't pay the dollar. Yeah, you did. You don't have a dog in this fight. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I eat the queso. God, the last time I was there, yeah, the whole place seemed like... Uh, there had been a, 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 a revolt or something. Oh boy! It looked like it was a mess. There was there was food on all the tables. <laughs> we walked into an empty restaurant, and this poor hostess who looked like she was in high school said, "It's going to be about a thirty minute wait." 
And we looked around and we said, what are you talking about? There's no one there. There's no one here. Oh, how, boy. How about we just sit at the bar then? And she said, I, no one's bussing the tables. Oh, no. And so we sat there and I watched the, the manager of the restaurant clear the tables. And I thought to myself, and I, I'm sure I said out loud to my, my friends, something happened here. <laughs> something happened here. The, the, they, the, the, the wait staff and the bussers... They must have left. They must have just went home. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, and then they saw us start to leave, and they rushed us into a booth. Oh boy! Yeah, and so we were surrounded by the detritus and decay of previous diners. Uh, and, you haven't told me this. This is terrifying. And in that moment, I said, "I'm a member of the Queso Club." <laughs> oh, yeah. And and this poor woman. Who was doing the work of five. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't think that exists anymore. And it I said, does. I said, I'm afraid to tell you it does. <laughs> and uh, I can prove it. She says, well, how about, how about this? I'll fix it at the end. And I said, yes, you will. Oh, my God. And we all laughed and felt real deep sympathy for our waitress. We tipped her like 30% yeah. when we left. Good. But um, it was a... It made me feel bad for for her, mm-hmm. and then I started to feel like I was the bad guy, even though they took my dollar <laughs> and promised me cheese for three hundred and sixty five consecutive days. Yeah, I get this feeling like no one in the restaurant, no one per, no person at the place has any say in the matter, and I think I'm just bullying people that don't make any money at all. So that I can eat cheese for free, and if I'm being like real honest, I don't need the cheese. I no. like the cheese, but it's not good for me. Not, not after I've had two barrels of chips and salsa. <laughs> you know, so I, I've kind of decided that it's just. Um, well, I won't let it go. Well, I guess I kind of wish I'd never brought this up. Then you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have wrote me into it because I. Uh, I just. You don't back down from a fight? No, because... Not a fight for cheese. No, not a fight for cheese against a corporation. Again, if the corporation were there and we could shout at the corporation, mm-hmm. I'd love to. Yeah. I mean, but, I do feel bad for the staff. But it's I usually agree just with some guy. Them extremely well. Yeah, it seems like they're yeah. always understaffed now. And so it's like one person who's responsible for way too much. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I've come for my cheese. <laughs> And I don't want to pay for it. And they're like, "Well, I don't know what to do about that." I'm like, "Well, I have it's an not idea. a thing anymore." I have an idea about that. It is. Yeah, it is for me. Yeah, because I gave you the dollar, <laughs> and you told me the dollar would buy me the cheese. I don't know. It just makes me feel like a psychopath when I ask for the cheese, and you, they you kind of are a psychopath. And they like though. look at me like, "Please don't." And I say, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Please don't ask for the cheese. You can still get. The, do you guys not make queso anymore? No, we do. <laughs> well, then it's free. And you know, and I fix my black eyes. Mm-hmm. I widen my pupils to completely fill my my sclera, and that's. Uh, I, I just doesn't. It doesn't make me feel happy. I don't think I'm beating. The right person. Yeah, I think I'm beating some some poor schnook who's just like desperate to finish the night. It's okay. But when you're there, it doesn't I'll, matter. I'll hurt him real bad for you. Madeline. Perfect. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So I did just get a text from the producers. Oh no, we do have a bit of listener mail. I 
Do you want to do the listener mail? I I almost can't believe the producers have been listening. They I, have. I thought, we, I thought we were in an alcove. They have, and they got they've taken away my interest. Are they listening right now? I mean, yeah. What's the? Should, do they want us to read the email, or is this like a direct? A, yeah. Is, is this a direct talent? Like no, no. They sent it for to, our eyes only. I mean, I think they were doing. They thought. Why I don't think you, they thought. I have an idea. Why don't you read it, and then okay. we'll see if it's something that was meant to be read on the podcast. All right. So we got an email from Charlie. What's that? My friend Charlie, who I dropped my phone. I can't. Oh, I think I just deleted his email. Okay, I got it back. No. Um, so Charlie sent an email to the podcast. Subject is filling in the subject line, LOL. I'm going to read the email. You that ready? Was the, he filled in the subject line with filling. Oh, oh, go on. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so here we go. Dear Madeline and her attorney, the podcast, thank you for producing a good podcast. You're welcome. I have been listening since the Morbius episode. That's when you should start listening, frankly. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Uh, I am definitely interested in hearing interviews on the show, but I am super into the current liquid approach to theming. He's referring to alcohol, I think, the Um, liquid approach. I think he's referring to the fact that we keep saying we're going to do something and then pivot within an episode. Oh, no, I don't think that's happened. The Paxton Parade morphing into Scott Smith's summer was unexpected and super cool. Yeah, thank you. The runes rules. Yeah. That's all I got there. Looking forward to more discussions and maybe some cool law tips. Oh, I got a cool law tip. That's pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Take care and Mary Potting from Charlie. Mary? Yeah. Mary Potting. Like oh. Mary Podcasting. Interesting. So he must know that it's Christmas Day. It is Christmas Day today. P.S. Please reconsider Morbius. What? I have placed a hold on a library copy. There are 81 morb-hungry patrons ahead of me. Does he mean they're morb-hungry than he is? Uh, They are morb-hungry than he is. (laughs) So uh, would you like to reconsider Morbius? Oh, well, I I guess I can. Yeah? I think it's bad. It's really fucking awful. It really... Listen, I just made... Oh, you weren't in the room. Was I? I just made our our mutual friends watch mm-hmm. the two minute clip of Halle Berry playing basketball. Against no, Benjamin I was in Bratt. here setting up the microphone. Have you shit. ever seen it? No, I've never. Would seen you like it. to pause this right now and watch it? No. Oh well, it's bad. Okay, cool. And Morbius makes me think of that. Really? Yeah. And that's Catwoman, right? Catwoman. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what movie I I want to watch that I've never seen is Gothica. With Halle Berry. Yeah. And uh, is B- Bruce Willis? I don't know. I don't remember. I never saw it. Possibly Adrian Brody. I that I hope not. It's possible. I mean, Adrian Brody and, and Halle Berry uh, are known for a different thing. I don't know what When you he mean. inappropriately kissed her. Adrian Brody did? Yeah, at the Oscars. Oh. Didn't he? Huh. Right? Am I crazy? He might have. No, I'm pretty sure it that's kind of like what got his, the, what ruined his career. Yeah, as I say, something stopped him from being like, a yeah, big and deal. it's when he won for the pianist, right? Yeah, he won. And then You're the next right. year, he gave, he smooched her, the Oscar to the best actress. And then he smooched her in a way that, oh, no, wait, did he smooch her when he won or did he smooch her when she won? That's like Adrian Brody smooch. Man, there was this old internet video called Brody Quest. I loved Brody Quest. That's, um, uh, Birdie Quest Brody, is Adrian, uh, Neil Brody. Neil Caesar Caesarega. Caesar, I could yeah. I will never know the he answer. He had a band called Lemon Demon. 
He does all of these weird mashups that are like bad. I love Brody. That's Quest. the joke. That his mashups are bad. I like Adrian Brody. Honestly, I'm surprised. <laughs> There's something about his like angular look that really looks Hollywood cinematic to me. Yeah, he cuts a really neat silhouette. He looks like an actor. He looks like a he looks like an actor who can play a person. Mm-hmm. And some actors just look like you know guest jeans models. And he looks like a guy, you know, who, who might actually be an alcoholic or might actually smoke or whatever. I don't know. He just has yeah. a look that feels to me very believable when he plays somebody. Okay. Like, she introduced him and he kissed her and she was not expecting it. And she did not like it. And she did not like it. And it was a very is, passionate. Is he in Gothica? Mm, I don't think so. He was in The Jacket. Oh, that's it. That's the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, I've actually seen The Jacket. Adrian Brody. Who was in Gothica? Is he related to Adam Brody? Probably not. No, Brody they're must not, be they're a big, not related. A big no. name. It's probably a lot of Brodies. Gothica is Robert Downey Jr. Oh. And Penelope Cruz. Wow. Yeah. What a cast. I like Penelope Cruz. John Carroll Lynch a is in bit. it. I, I like that guy. Who's, who's that? John Carroll Lynch. He's the Zodiac killer. Oh, in the movie Zodiac? Yeah. That's your favorite movie, right? I love that movie. I love that movie so much. Mm. Um, John Carroll Lynch is in a ton of movies. He's like a weird character actor, but I think of him as the Zodiac Killer. Let's think. What am I doing lately? What are you doing lately, Alfred? Busy at work. Yeah. Yeah. Have I seen anything else of note? I don't know. Not not movies. I've had a very very light movie load. And I I started watching more movies. Yeah, I got to catch up. I watched four movies on the first. What's the plan? What's the plan? We're gonna watch Ethan Hawke's The Black Phone. I want to watch The Black Phone. I've already seen it. All right, readers. Listeners, go watch the black phone. Viewers, Craig. <laughs> Who's Craig? Isn't Craig your friend? I don't know, Craig. Chris, Charlie. Charlie? Yeah. Charlie's the one who sent us listener man. Charlie, watch the black phone. Merms, if you're still there, if you're still listening. Oh, Merms hates the black phone. He hasn't oh. seen it. What? Wow, you you don't want me to alienate our one listener? <laughs> yeah, I All right, don't. Do, do we have any other any other emails? Uh, no, that was the only one. We I got. thought we got one from the producers. I thought that's what you said. If they've got another, they haven't sent it to me yet. Here, let's check. I'm checking right now. Here I, we go. Hang on, let's make sure because I I thought I heard <sighs> around the water cooler that they were uh, SoundCloud, Instagram, Business, Spotify, Instagram, Spotify. The producers from the last episode. No, no, that's it. Just the one from Charlie. Well, hang on. I mean, this is an honestode. We we can no. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I'll just fill the space with something clever and charismatic. Mm-hmm. I uh uh oh. Uh. All right, the end. <laughs> no. Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh, I knocked my mic over. Oh no. Um. Oh, we did get a message from the producers. Did uh, you did you dis message them right now? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to message the producers. So they're listening, is what you're telling me. I guess they are. All right, here I we go. I guess they're angry that you didn't check your email. I did check my email. It just came in. Well, what's it say? It says, "Subject line: A viewer email responds to the runes episode." Oh, what's a what's a viewer email? Here's a viewer email from Jenna in Los Angeles, California. Oh, cool. Dear Manus and Alfart. Do you think she knew how to pronounce it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Because we're I the mean, only people that have said it. The only reason I just pronounced it that way is because we discussed it We earlier. talked about it at some length. Yeah. Such a fan of the show. That's nice. 
have been listening for years. Wow. That's not great. Well, should have started at the Morbius episode, yeah. quite honestly. I mean, you can't change the past. Charlie yet. did it right. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to settle your bet and let you know it is absolutely pronounced Lido. I don't know. It just says L E T O. I don't well, maybe there's Lido or Leto, I'm not sure. <laughs> and Slato. I also Lato. I also wanted to pick your brain about something. Whatever happened to Jenna Malone? Do you think Jenna Malone looks too much like Kristen Stewart? And that Kristen Stewart made a blood pact with a tarot card reader in Van Nuys to become more famous than anyone who looked like her, no matter how sad it made that other person who maybe looks a bit like her, but not enough to actually be mistaken for Bella from Twilight, but maybe Bella from Charlie's Angels. And that's why we don't see or even hear from Jenna Malone anymore. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I need answers. Thank you. Well, I mean, this who sent this email? Uh, it says Jenna. Jenna. Jenna from Well, I mean, I appreciate your interest in Jenna Malone, Jenna. She's not a friend of mine. I don't know her personally. No, I'm speaking to Jenna, the listener who's been with okay. us for years. Well, she's not my friend. Just saying. I don't. She was in the Hunger Games, Jenna I didn't, Malone. I didn't say she was your friend. Yeah, I said she wasn't specifically. Wow, so she's not a friend of the pod. No, not Charlie, friend of the pod. Jenna, not a friend no of the friend pod. No friend of the pod. Sorry, lady. Jenna from Van Nuys, you're on the enemies list. No, you're cool. You're cool, Jenna. And uh, Jenna Malone, or agnostic. <laughs> she was in the Hunger Games. Was she? I don't know what you're talking about. The Hunger Games? You're thinking of Jennifer Lawrence? No, Jenna Malone was in the Hunger Games Catching Fire as one of the other... Um, what do they call them? One of the bad children? No, like the the uh, the nominees, the chosen tributes? ones. Tributes. There we go. So she's dead. She dies. She died in that movie. In the in first life. movie, I, I didn't read those books. I only saw the first movie. It, I was not like impressed. It wasn't like bad, but it wasn't good. I read all the books. Um, Jenna Malone. I don't know if I could name her. Yeah. So she was in the Hunger Games in 2015. Was she in the movie Spring Breakers? Uh, no, she was not. She's what? she's older. How much older? Um, well, she I was think a, she's my age. She's, she's a little older than me. She's seventy two. Thirty seven. I didn't know how old you were. Um, she's she was supposed to be in Zack Snyder's. <laughs> she was seventy. She was. She she she's was in Sucker Punch. She was supposed to be in Zack Snyder's Bat Batman vs Superman. I think. Well, she was in Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. Okay. So let's see. She was in she was in Inherent Vice, Absolute Masterpiece. I haven't seen it. Then she was in all three Hunger Games. The Neon Demon, Nocturnal Animals. I haven't seen it. She was in Antebellum. No one saw that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It looks like she's just been in a bunch of movies no one watched. It feels like she's been working continuously. Yeah, she so, has. So Jenna from Van Nuys, Kristen, Kurt, Kristen. Quick Google search would have answered your question, lady. Yeah. And if you're and by the way. No, that was a good email though. She, Jenna. Yeah. If you're Jenna Malone. Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you for making us Google we, you. We don't want to talk to a liar. No. Or, we don't. I mean, and what did you say? A tarot card reader put mm -hmm. a curse on you? Does she look that much like Kristen Stewart? I don't think that's how tarot cards work. Yeah. I think the cards reveal your fortune, they don't change it. Actually, she does look like Kristen Stewart. Uh oh. Like hold a lot. on. Hold on a second here. Yeah. Or do you think there might be something to do this? No. Do you think Case 2 did something? No, I think there's a lot of people. 
I like Kirsten Stewart. I really like her. She's I I I've seen like approximately eight minutes of her acting, and, yeah. I, and I buy it. You've only seen eight minutes of her acting. Yeah, I liked her very much in that movie uh, uh, with. Um, Ah oh, man, my mind sucks. I mean, I've seen Underwater. I've seen... Um, Go further back. Go back to like 2008. Oh. Uh, it's the one about Krakauer's book, uh, cr- Into the Wild. Oh. She plays a girl in Into the Wild. Into he, the Wild. He meets her at this like trailer park, basically. Is that... um? Who's, yeah. the, who's the lead in that? That's the thing I couldn't think of. He's a guy who was a big deal for a minute. He was, I know. He should have been He's a bigger deal. sort of deal. like a, a disgraced... Yeah, I get the feeling he lost his mind or something. No, I think he just was a child actor who did a bunch of drugs, right? Well, maybe that's I. I sort of consider that losing one's Why am I blanking on his name? He was in the boy, the girl next door. He's in Killer Joe. He was in Killer Joe. Why am I blanking on? I his don't know. Name? It's a, it's not that common a name either. Yeah. God damn it! It was directed by Sean Penn. The movie. I mean, I like I like Kristen uh, Stewart because she's been in a bunch of. Um, Oliver Essays films. No, 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 no. Um, so like Personal Shopper. Clouds of Sils Maria. I haven't seen it. Yeah. F- fantastic movies. She kind of left this country, I think. I Into think she became too famous. I think she'd be I think she just didn't like being famous. Uh she was in a It's Emile Hirsch. Emile Hirsch. Yeah. She was in a movie with uh, I think uh Oh my gosh! What? God, Sean Penn directed Into the Wild. I said that out loud, and Eddie Vedder did the music. I wasn't listening to you. What what else are you doing? Google. We're talking. We we are each holding a can mm-hmm. to our ear mm-hmm. so that we can hear only each other. Yes. How could you not be listening to me? I mean, the cans are plugged into the wax. Go on. And they're making the cylinder. Yeah. That's it. That's the only way to record you that I'm know, aware of. Is it bedtime? I mean, it might be. It's, I stopped wearing my Apple Watch. It's after midnight. Yeah, I said something that could only be described as terrifying. And yeah. my Apple Watch, out of out of the blue, apropos of nothing, said, do you want me to send? <laughs> and I took it off and I haven't put it back on. I did not. Do you want me to send? To who what? I, I, it had, That's terrifying. It had been listening for God knows how long. That's a whole nightmare. Yeah, no, my Apple Watch days are done. All right, let's go to bed. <laughs> go to go to bed. Matt and I gotta go home. Sit, Ubu, sit. What? Go to bed. What? My baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads, Toss salads and, and scrambled eggs. eggs. All right, that's enough. Good night. Good night, Seattle. Got a boot full of whiskey, drive my pickup to my boot, drink my whiskey out my boot, drink my whiskey out my boot, drink my whiskey out my boot.